All right, Jack fans, and welcome back to the latest edition of Pardon Me, Alex. I am Alex, sitting here at home on my couch, and Jacqueline. I am here in Tyler, uh, having a drink. All right. I'm on my couch, and Jacqueline and Tyler. Why, you ask? Because it's a Thursday, and we have work. But we're here, talking about the Jacks game from last night. We needed yes. a we needed a day to sit on it and meditate on it and you know take a little yeah. break. I just was, yeah I just laid. There was no possible way to do a podcast last night. We were just a we were tired and the, the, the game was over late and b we did, we needed time to decompress and look at the look at the stats and. Just take a moment to not freak out because we were not we were just not in the mood to be honest. To do it last night, it was just a hot mess experience. And it was. I don't I don't know what the guys I don't know what the guys did after the game, but I laid in my bed and ate an ice cream sundae that I made myself and watched Seinfeld. That was my depressing depressing decompression. on Twitter besides us. I mean, it was a hot mess express. Like, my poor neighbors probably heard me cussing up a storm because I was having such difficulty trying to get this going that we'll just sum it up. I ended up paying for three different 24-hour subscriptions just to try to get this thing going and still miss, like, the first half of the first half. I was really, I was so frustrated that my first two notes were shitty ass side arm sports video on UNO website and shitty live stats update because they also were not uh, keeping this. Well, and it the, wasn't yeah. like a live update. They were like three or four minutes behind mm-hmm. the actual game on the stats update. Yeah. Like on their website. 
Exactly. I mean, I know, I know not all of the schools can be, you know, I'll take a moment to brag on SFA and our, our athletic staff, but I know not all the schools can be like us and do the whole ESVN three thing and be set up, um, the way that we are and have the staff, but you could, you could at least get it on the Southland Conference Network and then it, it, I mean, that was just such an easy, pleasant, user-friendly experience compared to this was not, it was not. And that was like the the best part of the game because that's when we were actually doing well and we didn't even get to watch it. We barely got to watch that. So yeah, yeah. Anyway, and totally opposite from the previous road game where the announcer was awesome. This announcer, he was just biased up and down the road, which I mean, terrible, terrible. You're the UNO announcer. Yeah, literally the entire time. I made I made a note of that as well because it it just it was not it wasn't professional and it wasn't unbiased and it, it wasn't even telling us what was happening in the game. It was just literally bitching and moaning about fouls the whole entire time. conference on a two-game losing streak. Um, New Orleans was also 8-7 and seven overall, 3-1 uh, and one in conference on a three-game winning streak. Um, so, again, a little recap on on our conference schedule thus far. We, we beat Southeastern Louisiana, and then we lost to Nickel State Northwestern. Um, New Orleans has their three wins against Houston Baptist, Lamar, and McNeese. Um, and they took their loss to Adeline Christian, who we play next Wednesday at home. Um, however, pre-conference, they took two really terrible um, losses. They lost to Baylor by 40. Uh, we beat Baylor at Baylor. Um, and they lost to Pittsburgh by 42. So, yeah, they took some pretty bad pre-conference L's. Um, as far as last season's matchup, we beat them by 10 at home. So, there yeah. is your background. Yeah. Man, that's insane. That They lost by 40 points to Baylor. Yes. And we beat Baylor. I mean, oh my God. Yeah. Pretty depressing. Depressing is fine the start of it. But anyway, all right, moving on. That's not 
just dwell on the past because there's nothing we can do to change that. So let's just let's just keep pushing on, Jacqueline. Because I don't want to sit here and talk about it too much. It's just getting more depressing. I know. I know. Okay. Um. All right. So let, let's. <laughs> Okay, so to well, start... Jacqueline was, Jacqueline was listening to the Rob side of the game, and I was listening to the other announcer side of the game, and so she had some pretty good gem quotes from Rob Myers from last night. Well, no, I was... I was, have to be said. I was listening to both, so... um we were listening to both, that's right, okay. Yeah, I had Rob... I was listening to Q107 on my phone with my one earbud in, and then I had the game on the TV and was halfway listening to the announcer um but yeah ju just to elaborate more on their lack of uh technological advances or just being i don't even know like halfway prepared but um it was really funny because uh i think it was right at the beginning of halftime rob literally verbatim i'm quoting him word for word said if we can get some service in this dump, we'll check scores from around the conference. Um, I just about lost my shit laughing. And then I know I was not the only one who heard it because Vince Walsh tweeted, did, did Rob just call UNO's Coliseum a dump? Um, need to verify. And I said, absolutely. He was savage and did call it a dump. Um, so clearly we were not the only ones having problems. Um, so... There's that. And, um, and Rob was there physically, and he was having problems with service and streaming. So, I mean, that's insane that the person sitting actually in the stadium was having problems, too. Well, that's, oh I think that's why all their stuff wasn't as, you know, updating as, like... Right. Right, yeah. Anyway. Um, okay, so yesterday, starters for the game, we had Shannon, Kevon, Nate... Fitz and Sammy. Um, so, no. Yes, we. Well, we started off very strong. We didn't. Alex and I didn't get to see it, but um, I, I was hearing Rob, you know, explaining what was happening because I had that going the whole time. But yeah, yeah, but we started off so good. I mean, at the sixteen-minute mark, we were four from seven from the floor. We were making good rebounds. I mean, we were all ahead a pretty good amount going into the first half of the game. Oh, we were and up by 15 at one point, I think it was. No, 13. Yeah. 13, sorry. Yeah, we had a 17 to 4 lead at one point. 17 to 4. Like, I, I just, I, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm blown away or baffled. I, I, I don't know. We, I mean, New Orleans, I don't know what happened. Like, they just couldn't buy a basket. You know, they could not just – they just couldn't get a basket down the stretch there. At the beginning of the game, they started off the game shooting just one of 12, which is an 8.3%. And so that's why we got that 13-point lead. And it was just – Yeah. But then – We lost – And then Ezekiel Charles for the other team got in the game and just started drilling points and drilling threes. And then that the lead went – yeah, um, so then we, we lost steam quickly, and it made it made a big turn. Um, oh, absolutely. So in the first half, from the three, 
at the well, I can't even talk. Um, in the first half from the three point line, we only shot twelve and a half percent from the three point line. We made one of eight, um, and they were almost fifty percent from the three point line in the first half. Um, so essentially, as soon as, as soon as they started hitting it, they were just hitting it, and um, yeah, they couldn't stop there. And we fouled quite a lot, so um, overall they didn't didn't shoot great on their free throws. They were sixty one percent, but fourteen out of twenty three. So I mean, fourteen of their points were free throws that we just gave them because we we kept fouling. We had two players foul out. Fitz and Sammy both fouled out. Uh, John had four fouls. Nate and Kevon both had three. So we had. Quite, they were fouling a lot. Quite a bit of foul trouble. Quite a bit of foul trouble. I have I've stopped fouling like four different notes in my notes. Oh, I have the same thing. Stop fouling. Stop fouling. What else did I put on there? Um, and then I got I got in trouble with Oh God. And then I have multiple notes talking about. You know, that we, we're not starting the three, shot clock, watch out for the shot clock. But we had a lot of really close shot clock moments as well. And Yeah. We had 14 turnovers um, to end Oh, the yes. Half. Yes, so let's, let's talk about turnovers. So, the last game, I believe we had 12 for the entire game. And as Alex yes. just pointed out, we had 14 in the first half. Um, so overall for the game, we had 22 turnovers. That's just obscene. 22. Wait, I'm about to check my list of synonyms and give, yes. Yeah, obscene is on there. You explain that while I'm looking for, okay, let's see. That was, that's a loathsome. A trivial offense. Okay, let's see. Atrocious is a good one that I haven't used in a while. So, I, I mean, I know y'all remember that we've talked before about different, different words, different synonyms for just terrible, basically. Um, or, as I have it in my Google Doc, synonyms for shitty. Um, but ugh, last night's performance was just so um, disgraceful. Coach Keller needs to just let us give them 
a, a locker room pep talk because I've been I've been begging for it for a few years now. I don't think he's ever gonna let me do it, but um, you know. did it together though it would definitely be bad cop good cop and I think everyone can guess who would be who oh yeah <laughs> I doubt who would be bad cop and good cop in this relationship uh um, you say something savage and like petty and I'd be like but we still love you we <laughs> <laughs> love you mean it um love you mean it I mean, there are some schools in the Southland Conference for which a one and three start in conference is not anything out of the ordinary. Um, right. We've exactly. just done so well that it, I mean, that that seems we're just in dire straits and it's, you what know, unfathomable. Um, yeah. I mean, but, there's a team that, there's teams that come in last place every single year, some of the same teams, and don't go to the conference tournament, and that's just, like, as per use for them. But when it comes to us, the freaking Lumberjacks, we are just not used to having struggles and having injuries and having, you know, different starting lineups every single week. Like, we're just not used to this kind of frustration. So we just have to, we just have to soldier through it, people. Soldier through it. Yeah, um, and I do feel like we're, we're, 
you know, going to start getting it together soon um, and make a turnaround. So, I think, why, why don't we just, because, I mean, I've, I feel like I've said pretty much all there is to say about the the game. Do you, <laughs> do you have anything else to say? one specific point that I just, I have to make. I can't, I can't not uh, point it out, but my gosh, Jovan has got to get more rebounds. I mean, holy shnikes, you are seven feet tall and you played 16 minutes and you got two rebounds, two. And there is one, listen, John got three and he didn't play that many more minutes than you, and he's a guard. Um, and there was one rebound. I know Alex knows which one I'm talking about. Where I mean, it touched your hands and literally just went to someone else, and it made me think. <laughs> I hate, I hate, I, but I have to, I have to. Um, it made me think of, and again, I know Alex is going to know what I'm talking about. Um... Whenever my cousin Jeff was making fun of his friend that who didn't catch um, the the pass in the NHS football game when they were in high school, and he said that he, <laughs> anyway, so uh, my cousin was picking on one of his friends in high school. He dropped a pass during the football game, and he's like, "Man, how do you eat with those hands, um, Yovan? How do you eat with those hands? God, it went right through your hands. I mean." Come on, man. And here's the thing. I mean, I will. It was meant for you, and it just went right through his hands. And like, you're seven feet tall, you're taller than every person out there, and you missed that. The easiest rebound and putback that ever could have happened, and you missed it. Well, and here's the thing. Because he is so tall, I will cut him a little bit of slack because he does have a little less reaction time to catch it than some of the other people because he's much closer to it. But, man, when you are two heads and shoulders above everyone else, I mean, yeah. if it touches your hands, I need you to catch it and grab it. Absolutely. And I need more than two. I need more than one per eight minutes. I mean, that is just not enough. I need more no. than that. 
So. No, and I, and I know he knows he can do better. I mean, he pretty much said that on social media the other night. But still, like, buddy, you gotta get better with that kind of stuff. We have to. Gotta have more at than that. Level, at this point in your collegiate career, you should be, I mean, you should be giving them rebounds like you are catching those beads at no more Mardi Gras. <laughs> like, left and right. Left and right. Yes, put that You know, I am going to point out one really good improvement from last night's game, however. I think it's the only thing that I can say we did really well at. Free throws. We shot 76.5% on our free throws. So much better. And we were super consistent. Yeah, super consistent with it, too, because we were 75% the first half and, like, 77 the second half. So, um... That is noteworthy. Compared to the previous few games, that free, that free throw percentage has definitely improved. Absolutely. So, obviously, you guys have been in the gym working on the free throws. Great. Let's work on everything else. <laughs> yeah. Um, and we, we had 22 turnovers. They had 21 points off turnovers. So, I mean, shoot. The turnovers. If we, oh my God. if we could have cut those turnovers in half, you know, yeah, that was not good. You don't good. have to communicate on the floor. You know, a lot of those turnovers were from just bad passes or bad ball handling. You know, trying to do too much or trying to be fancy with it or, you know, just not paying attention to where your teammates are on the floor and or just just really bad low passes or something who knows you know and it's just that's that's just that's a fundamental ball that needs to be cleaned up yeah most definitely absolutely all right so we're going to take a quick break and we're going to come back in a moment and talk about the next game coming up and some other announcements All right, Jack fans, and we are back for the second segment of Pardon Me, Alex. Let's go ahead and talk about the upcoming game for this weekend on Saturday. The Jacks are taking on Incarnate Word in, obviously, San Antonio. And at Incarnate Word, their game starts at 3 o'clock local time. Um, Hoping for a turnaround here in the season where we get a W on a road game and come back for the next home game, which is on Wednesday, January 23rd at six o'clock or six 30 versus Abilene Christian. That way we uh, are coming back home on a little bit of a high here. Cause we could definitely use it. Wouldn't you say Jacqueline? I would. I will say one positive thing is the game on Saturday. Can we watch some ESPN three? Oh, so. thank God could be a much smoother viewing experience than it was blessings great love it love it all right so moving on to the next order of business which is our what do you meme challenge caption winners uh Jacqueline go ahead and 
tell us who your winner is, and then I'll go ahead and say who I picked for mine. Okay, so just to refresh everyone's memory, this is a picture that Alex got of Carl. Oh, yeah. Um, Saturday's game, whenever he was uh, not suited up because he was injured, and he's wearing a very lively uh, silk-looking green shirt with some flowers on it. He was looking fly. Um, and my favorite, because, okay, if, if you look at the picture, you'll see it's kind of the almost pajama style shirt trend that's really trendy right now. And I have one myself, so obviously I like it. Yeah, um, absolutely. And Ryan Horn said, when you're the only one who got the pajama party work memo for Friday, but it's only Thursday. <laughs> So, Solid so caption, I, Ryan Horn. I could have worn my pajama, my pajama style shirt too, and me and Carl wouldn't have been like matching, matching. But yeah, um, yeah. I did, I did it, so there's my favorite. All right, so that was Jacqueline's favorite. My favorite was on Instagram, and it was by Mr. Tyler Boone. Working, he uh, works for the SFA athletic department, and he does all the development for the for the sports and for the department. So anyway, his caption said, Man, the fry shuffle got me twisted this time. Which is funny. <laughs> so at the game, uh, just some quick context for the for the caption. It's funny because during the game, during some of the during one of the uh, media timeouts, we do a Whataburger fry shuffle. So it's kind of like the cup shuffle that sometimes you see at sporting events where you know, they'll put a ball under a cup and they'll shuffle it really fast. And then you have to pick which one it's under. So we do the same thing, but with Whataburger fries. So anyway, um, I mean, it's so easy because it goes, it goes it's fast enough. What? It's up on the big screen. I mean, yeah, like it's up on the, it's up on the big screen. So like everybody's watching it. So the whole crowd, anytime it's over, they all, everybody yells out with the, what the darn number is and the person that's trying to win the free, free Whataburger for whatever it is a month or a year, just free Whataburger always gets it right. And it's, I mean, it's so easy anyway, regardless. So that's the context for that, for that caption. They do it so slow that my dad's like, I don't think anyone I've ever seen anyone get it wrong. Ever. No, no. Cause even if you weren't even paying attention as the contestant, you have the entire stadium yelling out two, 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 or three, or one, whatever the heck the, the answer is. So it's not even like you don't even have to pay attention if you're the contestant, for God's sakes. That's how that's how easy it is. Anyway, so that's the what do you meme challenge winners. Again, we love when you guys comment and play along. Uh, we'll be posting another picture tomorrow for the upcoming game on Saturday. So pay attention to our Instagram and Facebook. And comment away, as always. Um, up next, we're going to talk a little bit about the Kyle Keller radio show that happened on Monday night at CC Smokehouse. And uh, this one is just funny because I have a Monday night class every single Monday from 6 o'clock to 8.40. And this first Monday that we had classes on the 14th, um, we, I wasn't planning on keeping them the whole time anyway. We were just going over the syllabus and that was pretty much it. So I left work at like seven, maybe like 15 or something like that. And I was like, 
ooh, maybe I can make it to the radio show for like the last maybe like 15, 20 minutes. I was like, cool, I'll go get some food, take it home and go eat it. Man, I'm halfway to CC Smokehouse and I get a friggin' text message from none other than Chauncey Keller, Coach Keller's wife. She's like berating me. She's like, where are you? Are you giving up on us? You better not be giving up on us and not coming to tonight's radio show. And I was like, holy shit. <laughs> oh, God. No, I just have a night class. Don't hate me. I'm coming. I'm coming. So, <laughs> so I'm speeding down 59. Lord, forgive me and mother, forgive me. I'm speeding down 59 trying to get to this damn radio show radio show uh, before it's over so that I don't get blacklisted by coach's wife. <laughs> right. and, and to save Alex from texting anymore while she's driving, I text Chauncey and I was like, we did not give up on you. I'm listening on the radio from Tyler and Alex is en route. Uh, yeah I was like don't give up we haven't given up either I promise and then I get there and I run inside and I find her and I make eye contact and I kind of like throw my hands up like I'm here and she just is like smiling I was like I told you I was gonna make it I only made the last 10 minutes but dang it I made it (laughs) and then coach comes over after it's over and he was like I was sweating I thought you weren't coming I was like oh god (laughs) It's like, no, coach, I have a Monday night class. I'm sorry. But anyway, so uh, there was some uh, good talk going on uh, this week, I would think. I mean, we had Kevon come for a little bit during one segment. And Jacqueline, tell us a little bit about <laughs> our buddy Kevon and what he was talking about. Yes, I would love to. Um, so I want I wanted to tweet on this, but I didn't. I didn't want him to think I was being mean or making fun of him, but it was just funny. Um, which, given, I mean, we we had to learn this ourselves, too, the first few times we listened to ourselves on the podcast, and you pick up phrases that you repeat. Right. Repeatedly. Um, but, Yvonne, I mean, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Hey, I Jacqueline, you know what I'm saying? I, I think it was maybe a 10-minute segment, and I didn't even count the first, like, 15 times that you said it, and then when I started counting, it was, like, 30, so, um, yeah, I think about four times a sentence that Kevon said, you know, <laughs> um, but, hey, but anyway, you know so, what, Kevon, you did a great job other than that. But, you really did. So, some of the stuff that Kevon talked about um, was that he did admit that, that he thinks they need to, that they've been playing weak and not, you know, as aggressive as they should be and that, you know, they realize that and they're, they're really trying to get on top of it. So, and I feel like, I, I mean, obviously I'm not saying I didn't believe what he said. I believe, I believe him when he said that, but right. after hearing that and then watching the beginning of the game last night, I mean, you could really tell that they all, you know, it clicked in their brains. Like we need to play stronger and more aggressive because they really came out they came out swinging at the beginning. Absolutely. Um, Agreed. So I, I do think it is, it is the gears are clicking and they're getting, which again, you know, um, I mean, last night we didn't have, uh, Carl, Aaron or Mitch play. And so, no. you know, like I said, it's a new, new starting bunch. It's a new lineup. Um, there's a lot of different factors going into that. But anyway, um, you can really tell that the, energy and the effort and aggressiveness was 
much, much better starting out. We just kind of lost, lost it a little bit, but I, I think it is starting to, um, like mold and mesh. I, yeah, and I agree. So. I agree. And it's it's hard starting every single game with a different starting five, you know, because again, it'd be different if we were starting every single game with the same five dudes, but we don't. So it's hard to get used to playing with different people every single week, you know, especially when you do it in practice too. So, I mean, I understand. I understand. But I mean, Rob talked about how, you know, or he asked, he asked Kevon about, you know, Jock and Mitch, the new young, the new young bucks. And, you know, Kevon had a lot of really positive things to say about them. So, I mean, we could, it only can go up from here. Let's just say that. I mean, we have some amazingly talented young dudes on this team and I feel like it can only get better as they mature and as they keep practicing together and practicing together and practicing together. So, I mean, you know, we again, we can we can only we can only improve and go up from here. Most most definitely. Um, Rob did kind of joke about the Southland Conference reps a little bit, which was um, which was funny. So, see, the announcer for New Orleans kind kind of needs to take a page from Rob's book, like on your own little coaches show to your fans. That's your platform to give any complaints or grief you have for the referees, but. Don't do it. Don't do it during the game. Whenever we just we just want to play by play of the game and not, you know, um, your gripes other up. But anyway, <laughs> right? Exactly. Um, moving on from that. So one other point that uh, that they talked about that I I thought was noteworthy and interesting and um, you know just a cool thing was that Keller discussed that he made the team watch um, the Pursuit of Happiness, which if any of you haven't seen it or don't know what it's about, you kind of look it up and get the gist on that, but um, anyway, he, he said that he showed that to the team, and, you know, they kind of had an internal dialogue about turning things around, and that it's only the beginning of conference, and, um, you know, as a team, together, they can accomplish anything, and it's just a very uplifting movie, mm-hmm. say whatever you want to make of your yourself, you can, you can get out there and do it, no matter what adversity and odds you're meeting, so... Um, I do think things like that are good to kind of break up the monotony and just be a um, kind of encouragement to the to the guys during a downtime. So I thought that was kind of cool. Absolutely. Agreed. Agreed, agreed, agreed. Um, and then the last thing, <laughs> it's kind of funny because Keller did throw uh, Dez under the bus a little bit because he is the guy that does coach the free throws. But then he says that, and then we come out on on Wednesday and shoot way better free throws. So I kind of feel like Dez was just, you know, kind of like sticking it to him, like, "See, coach, like we can shoot free throws good. I am a good coach, or something." It was it was funny. Yeah, that that one was good. Um, yeah, Keller may have pulled since everyone loves Desmond. That. He'll throw him out of the best as a free throw shooting coach because he can take the heat. Because he can take it. I know. <laughs> well, you know what? Everybody does love Dez. Like, honestly, there's anything not really much Dez could do. And I'm just like, meh, it's Dez. You know, whatever. He's the savior. Well, Mr. Four-Point Play. I mean, come on. I know. Like, he will forever be remembered as Mr. Four-Point Play, the savior of our South End or of our NCAA uh, tournament appearances. <laughs> <laughs> 
know what Mr. Four Point Play refers to, then she's too young for you, bro. <laughs> oh my god, that's glorious. I love that. We have to say that more often. Oh my I, gosh. I, I use it quite a lot. I'm going to start using it more though. Please, please do. Um, <laughs> so the last little thing I wanted to mention, and we'll talk more about this at the next uh, next few podcasts. I just kind of wanted to like tease it just a little bit. Um, SFA just recently came out with, of course, the Token Club. Um, and we're still learning more about the creation of the Token Club, the reward system that they're that they're doing. Um, for for athletic events, but now also just recently they also announced another new modern transcending trans you know trend setting um, initiative to get more fans into the athletic events is doing some sort of kind of like a a pregame tailgate with esports. And if you don't know what esports are, esports are kind of like you know games like Fortnite or Call of Duty or uh, Rocket League where, you know, you have these professional players who are so good at it and they're basically, it's on like a big team and they play tournaments and all this, all this crazy stuff. So anyway, um, the new esports league will begin in the fall of 2019 and end in May of 2020. So the new league will, again, they'll utilize the whole token thing to enter events and they'll randomly select participants to compete on eight play dates throughout the academic year to prior to select um, selected home games. So again, it's, it's kind of like a tournament of champions for E for SFA sports e-league kind of this new thing that we're starting again, just to drum up new people coming into the game, get more people here and excited and involved and just kind of tap into like an un, you know, utilized market of SFA students and, and, uh, and patrons. So again, more stuff to come on that. Hopefully that will capture new fans and create a more, you know, enriching and encompassing kind of experience for different types of fans. Um, so, yeah, that's really a fun new thing that's happening that will be starting to happen in the fall of, of 19. So, again, uh, keep, in, keep in touch or keep in touch and contact with the SFASportsScience.com website. And that'll keep you up to date on this whole token reward club and the esports thing coming up. Um, Wally is just killing it over there in the lumberjack, uh, science or sport Institute. I mean, coming up with new stuff left and right. So, I mean, and just, just again, trend setting new, we're the only school out there doing kind of stuff. So keep, definitely keep up and keep, uh, keep your eyes open for all this fun and new exciting things that are coming to SFA. Yeah. And it's really, huge effort of engaging with, you know, the students and what they're interested in and the, the new younger generation. Right. Um, I mean, Gen Z is all about playing games in their phones and all that stuff. So. so any of you who are interested in all of that, I mean, definitely get involved with it and, and absolutely back in your input because they're, they're trying to meet, meet you there. So um, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah. So anyway, again, a lot of fun and new exciting things coming to SFA, especially in the athletics department. So we are just so excited and we're hoping that the Jacks are going to come back home this week with a win in their under their belt when they visit Incarnate Word and so that we can go into the Abilene Christian game on Wednesday in high hopes and high spirits. So guys, let's get out there and let's kick some axe. All right? And shout out to the Lady Jacks. Um, oh, God, Lady Jacks are killing it. 
might think you know by a lot. A lot. Um, yeah. No. They're killing it. Lady Jacks. Yeah. Huge props to you guys. You are just, you are on fire and you are just embarrassing, straight embarrassing people left and right. And it's amazing. And I love it. Keep it up, girls. Keep it up. Love it. Love it. All right. So we're going to go ahead and call it a night. We have work in the morning. So. We love you guys. Remember to keep following us on all of our social media platforms on Facebook and Instagram. Pardon me, Alex, on both. Can't wait to hear from you guys. We love interacting with our fans and our our loyal our loyal fans. So uh, do me a favor. Keep warm this weekend. It's supposed to be another Arctic blast. And uh, act some jacks. Without jacks.